Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D-Tex Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Steve, we're back. We're back. We're alive. Woo! You're back from... Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> like South Carolina, Maryland. Yep. Pennsylvania. The world tour of the Ted Smith. Yeah. Yeah, I've called it the cicada tour. Okay. Did you eat any cicadas? I did not, but I smacked a bunch off my body. Oh, for real? You saw cicadas? Yeah. They like when we got to Philly, they were all out there. No. And then they were down in Maryland. They're so loud. And then they just when you're sitting outside, like before you know it, one just lands on you. Oh. When it lands on like your arms, you just kind of flick them off. They don't right. bite. There's not, they're completely harmless. Right. But it's like a two-inch, inch-and-a-half bug. But sometimes they're stupid, and they just land on your neck or on your head. <sighs> and when you're driving, Steve, they just dive bomb into your windshield. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's stupid, huh? <laughs> That's, I mean, that was the conversation. Like, this got to be the dumbest insect. Then somebody chirped up and goes, what's a smart insect? I go, I don't know. There's ants. there's some ants, <laughs> snails, or I don't know, slugs. There's Mosquitoes. something, there's something smarter than these guys. Someone, anything but a cicada. Yeah, it's like the birds. When we first moved into our new house, we had that. We have like like one of our walls basically in our living room is just a window. It's like a big sliding glass door that right. leads to the backyard. So it's like just it's awesome, right? But before we had blinds, and those windows were just brand new, so it just looked like see, it was just clear. And we had three birds that we know of that full force crashed into it. Twice they just like kind of wobbled and slowly walked. They looked like they just took like like ten shots of alcohol and like, like yeah. Whoa. and they eventually flew off. One died. Yeah, and that was like traumatizing because my wife and I both were just looking out the window at the same time, and all of a sudden just like, and then it goes down, and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> I don't think that bird's coming back up. And so we just kind of did some stuff. I'm like, hopefully he just got a really bad concussion and it kind of wakes up. No, it, it was dead. Yeah, I've seen that a few times. I saw it with a hummingbird once, but he ended up waking back up. Oh, that's trippy. Yeah. I would have that's why I didn't want to touch it for like hours. I'm like, I want to make sure this damn thing is dead before I go out there with a shovel and a garbage bag and put it in that. <laughs> yeah. I also uh been to Chelan before and we got up there and I'm like Dude, there's a dead bird in your driveway. He's like, yeah, the porch upstairs, the giant wraparound porch just has glass panes. And he's like, that this happens. Yeah, as soon as we got the blinds, it was way better. But without the blinds, they decided, oh, look at that nice room we could go into. Cutting through. Right. Play, playing through. No, you're not. <laughs> no, this is bad. Price was wrong, bitch. Dude, I, we saw somebody a couple weeks ago, a human, do it downstairs in our lobby. Oh, boy. You know, because there's the four glass yep, doors, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And then there's that little seating area. And this lady got up, made a hard right turn right into the glass. I did that at the old building with uh, those glass doors we had. Like, I remember talking to someone in sales. I just, for some reason, thought the door was open. You know, you're talking, you're not looking, talking, you're just like, you think you're just going to go motor right through and bonk. And I'm like, gosh, I look like an idiot. I also did it at the Classic in, in Spokane. I don't know if you were there. I don't think this was a year that you, this might have been the year before you started coming. All right. And they were all waiting for me to get out of the hotel. And I can't remember which, it might have been the Holiday Inn, whichever one. But it had like those doors that's like open up on their own. Right. But not all of them do. Like one, oh. like it's like, it's got like two sets of doors. Like one, like it's kind of like, a, you know, one part does and then it's like, it's like an L shape. The other side doesn't. 
So I'm just like hung over and I'm hurrying because everyone's waiting for me because I'm like the last. And I'm just going, going, and everyone's waiting and looking out like out of the car because this is before we had uh, the party bus. And I just mowed right into it. And it's just like everyone, including me, just started laughing, including like random people and families because, you know, it's middle of the day. Yeah. And like it seems like Spokane always had other stuff going on that involved like other people staying in hotels when the classic was going on. So, yeah, I was kind of embarrassed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was happy I was wearing a mask when I saw that lady walk into the glass because I clearly started giggling. <laughs> like, she was fine. <laughs> then she, like, stumbles over to the desk, and he's like, no, the doors are over there. <laughs> and I'm like, did I just see that? And he's like, it happens more than you think. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, man, it's always the best when you see those kind of things happen. I know. It shouldn't be funny, but it is. It's funny because it's not you. And there's, like, an age limit. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if it's an older person, you legit feel bad. Because then you know the dilemma of, do I have to help pick this person up? Yeah. Right. right? But, like, like, if you're, like, 55 and under and you walk into a glass door, I'm laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Serves you right, dummy. Right? (laughs) What happened to, like, the the little gym? Because, you know, they have, like, a lot of glass windows. So people could sit out on the outside because the only one parent could go in there with the kid. And sometimes those kids just sort of... They see like daddy and they're going and boom. And I'm like, right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like there's concern, but it's so hard not to laugh. Right. I mean, isn't that basically America's funniest home videos? Yes. It's, it's like living it in, in real lifetime. Right. It's like one of the funny, like longest running shows of all time. And it's like, right. Cause of stupid ass like this. Right. Like that's why everyone still laughs at someone getting hit in the boys. Yeah. And why is that? It was very popular. I mean, it was almost a guarantee if you got hit in the boys, especially by your own child with like a, a wiffle ball bat, you're probably going to walk away with like the $25,000 prize. Yeah. On America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> I saw somebody uh, get it. You know, what, what do you call it? Bag tag? Bag tag. You know, like you walk by your buddy and just kind of oh, backhand yeah, 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 yeah. it. Give him a flip. So at the wedding, not my cousins, but the other the other side, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw one of the brothers do that to the other brother. And he's like, you bastard. <laughs> some of the guys in hockey would sometimes do like the cup check. Cup oh, check, yeah. but some guys don't wear cups. cups, including Munson. I remember at one point and it happened to him and he was pissed. You know, it's all screwing around like, well, cup check. And it's like, mother effer, I don't have a cup on. But Munson was the worst. Man, he used to wear these hockey pants that were all torn up, like, you know, because hockey pants ain't cheap. So, like, the, the hockey pants for are, like, shorts. Like, they're padded around the legs and a little bit on the tailbone as well, if you've seen them. Like, they don't actually go down to your ankles. So, they're, like, shorts, but his are all torn up. And I remember one time he was coming down on a breakaway during a drop-in on me, and he just kind of, like, grabbed his shorts and yanked it so he could show his twig and berries. Jesus. <laughs> I... Could not stop laughing. He scored so easily on me. I was like, what are you doing? I'm in Munson. <laughs> this is when he was younger, you know, less responsible, not not settled down and married. Yeah, right. <laughs> he would do that today if I, I was asked him to. Say, right? He would have no issue doing it. He would not have a problem with it. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. Because it was just like, he's coming out like, what are you doing? And he just says that, you know, the Munson face, like the, <laughs> Kind of look on his face, and it's just his balls hanging out of his shorts. Did he go top shelf or five hole? He just top tapped it in. Oh, he tapped it, huh? Yeah, he just kind of went right. By. I was still, I was still laughing. He just skated right by me. I didn't even try. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I'm not that good of a skater. Just gonna let go ahead, score. You earned it. <laughs> you earned it.
Right. That was funny enough. Get a goal. Right. Get your goal. Get your goal. Put in the work. Imagine that happening at like an NHL shootout. All of a sudden, Ovechkin. Oh, little Ovechkin's out and he scores. He scores. You watch any of the. Oh, we could talk about that during Ted's Wide World of Sports, I guess. Why don't we uh, get inspired? Ted Talks. Starring the Tech Smith. Trying to stay focused. I might have brought it up before this trip. Awesome trip. But I was, uh, I was. Let's let's just say tired to say the least. But I saw a lot of uh, family, friends, and just just a reminder, people like make some time. Like it's not always the easiest. Like you know, I'm flying across the country, so you know everything's timed out and stuff. But sometimes it might just be a matter of you know driving 45 minutes or an hour to your buddy who you haven't seen in a while. Just make some time. People appreciate it, and it goes a long way to keeping those relationships up. I, I, I that's. Those are solid words because I think at times I'm always on the go and I'm like, if someone's talking to me in my in back of my mind, I'm like, they're slowing me down. And it's yeah. like, that's a terrible way to like live life. Like you can't stop for a moment and enjoy being in that moment with somebody because you're in a rush to get to something else that quite possibly more, more, more often than not can wait. Yeah. Like today, okay, I got to cut the mega cats a little short because I got to bring my daughter to a dentist. Right. And people. That I can't mess with. Right. And people have real, you know, much more real responsibilities than I do, right? I don't have a kid. But it's Mm. it's also after the year we've just been through and stuff, like it was good to physically see people. Yes. And like, I think about it too, man. Like, especially now, especially a summer like this. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but it seems like every weekend's booking up. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like people are doing stuff. It looks like the state's going to reopen here in a couple of weeks. So it's like, yeah, just take some time. Go see some some people that are important to you. You know, like I said, it might just be your buddy. And maybe maybe it's your wife friend. You don't want to go. So go to go get a couple drinks with them. Maybe she doesn't want to go hang out with Ted and Munson. Did my wife I tell you to say this or something? <laughs> right. No, I was going to say, tell the wife, look, we're going to go spend 90 minutes. Munson and Ted are going to drink like five beers and eat chicken wings. I just yeah. haven't seen them in a while. Right. You know. We'll go get you some Brussels sprouts and <laughs> a Diet Coke. Is that, is that what you want? Is that going to make you happy? When's the last time you've even been to a Buffalo Wild Wings? <laughs> I was trying to convince her to go to one just recently. She's like, there's nothing there for me. I'm like, you're full of crap. There's plenty there for you. There's a, a bean burger. And they have like blasted cauliflower. And they have the cauliflower hot wings. Mm-hmm. And she's like, there's two things there. And, my, and french fries. So, yeah. And a salad. So stop being so picky. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you say like being around people. Dude, I did an appearance on Sunday over at the Snoqualmie Casino. And yeah. it was weird. Like awesome. Yeah. But it was weird. Like you show up and you're just like. There are other humans, a lot of them, all around. Like, just like it almost minus the fact that everyone's wearing masks reminds you that, okay, we're not exactly where we hope to be just yet. And I think, so call me, I think they're going to start being maskless or optional uh, starting in like July 1st or June 30th. So it's just like yeah. right around the corner. Well, California just opened up. I know mm-hmm. King County is like 70% vaccinated. So I'm pretty sure the ma- I think yeah. I read something like the mask mandate's going out on the 29th. Yeah, I think we're the top, we're number one when it comes to big cities oh, as yeah. far as uh, number of people vaccinated, which is great to hear. Uh, but yeah, dude, it was, so, it was so weird, like just walking around. But it was fun. Like it was fun to do an event again, talk on the microphone and see a couple people that are listeners. And, and then the best part was I was giving away stuff all night long, like from like, well, the best part was having the dinner at the Vista Steakhouse. I was going to say, that steakhouse is so good. Ate by myself, thought of you, texted you while I was going on. Brian, the, our, our, the same guy that served us when we were there, he was my waiter as well. Uh, he made it a point to like move things around so he could be my waiter. Which I thought nice. was awesome because they told me someone else was coming, and all of a sudden it was Brian. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. 
uh, had a steak and a salmon. Like it was like on the chef special. All right. It was like a surf and turf. I was going to go lobster tail and all that, but I'm like, I'm going to try what the chef, because he even said the actual chef that came up with this is the chef tonight. So it's not like some like, you know, other person came up with it and they're trying to make it like that. Like this is the guy. So I had it and it was amazing. They had like this potato thing that had a fried egg inside of it. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that sounds so good already. It was always super crispy with the potato and the egg got a little runny. It was amazing, dude. It was like. A whole other level. Like it's crazy to think the potato and the egg was the star of this steak and salmon dinner because everything was awesome. And you'll be happy to hear this. I thought of you while eating it, not in a weird way. And also some of the people who texted in and, and emailed me and texted the radio station to say how weird I am. I made it a point to not just eat each thing compartmentalized. Uh, oh, you actually took different bites of different foods? Yes. <laughs> and I forced team. myself. I'm like, you know what? Bite a potato, cut some steak. Yeah. Did it? Gonna lie, it was a very enjoyable eating experience. Yeah, a little salmon. Yeah. A little potato. Yeah. <laughs> a little Brussels sprout. Yeah, I did. We had like my 40th dinner with my family at this place called Hudson Coastal, which is a very good seafood joint. Mm-hmm. But I did the same thing. It was like a, you get like six shrimp, a piece of cod, oh. and a crab cake. And I was like, right, I. I can't say I thought about you, but I was like, I'm going to save three shrimp for later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eat some of the crab yep, cake. Yep, yep. Oh, don't get me wrong. I definitely left like a good slab of the steak for last. <laughs> when That's I was always the key. Working it around. I still had like three or four bites of steak to finish things off. And also, not only did I have the cooked salmon, it's Copper River, which is awesome, yeah. but also a couple little slabs of uh, raw salmon, like sushi oh. style. It was freaking cool, man. And I'm sitting there like feeling like a baller, realizing I'm watching WWE's NXT TakeOver, their pay-per-view special. I'm like, I'm a man-child. I'm eating like a king, and I'm, I'm, I'm being entertained like a 12-year-old. It makes you feel any better. My buddy, when we're flying to Philly, he's like, here's the menu. Put in your order. And I go, don't sweat it. I just like want an avocado roll and like six pieces of albacore nigiri. He was calling it Nigiri. Oh, he's so uncultured. <laughs> right? Finally, like we're sitting at his house by the fire. And I go, I got to tell you, man, it is not Nigiri. Well, I don't know. What are you ordering all this fancy stuff? I was like, Nigiri's not fancy. <laughs> Slap a fish on some rice. Right? I was like, it's just a All right. All right. Yeah, dude, I have the hardest time trying to correct sometimes, like my parents especially. I'm always afraid to correct them because my dad gets like real butter because he's very smart. So God forbid I tell him something that maybe doesn't make him look as smart as he thinks. They they pronounce Uber Uber. And oh, they're like German. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, this is Uber. <laughs> so when I, the last time I went home, they're like, what are you guys gonna go? Are you gonna take a Uber there? I'm like, what? A Uber. I'm like, an Uber. Uber. And then the next time I talk to him, how was the Uber ride? I'm like, the Uber ride was fine. <laughs> well, and, and trust me, I wouldn't have corrected my friend, but he corrected somebody else in front of me. Oh, so then I went on no. something they said. So I went, all right, well, technically. Oh, I bet that other person that got corrected was like, yeah, F off, buddy. <laughs> the Ted Smith coming in clutch. I'll pay for your meal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's one other funny thing you'll appreciate. So there was this guy that coached me, right? And like I talk about my buddy Bernie, this guy's married to one of Bernie's sisters, right? Mm-hmm. So I owe, his last name's Prada. So I always hit up Pat Prada when I'm back. We always go out. But I was so busy this trip, I didn't hit him up. And then we walk into this Hudson Coastal. It's my whole family. And there's just this couple, older couple staring at us. If I look over, I go, you got to be kidding me. It's Pat's parents, who I haven't seen in like eight years. And they're like, what are you doing here? I thought you lived in Seattle. I was like, I am. I'm just in town. I go... 
I did not even text Pat. And they're like, oh, let's take a picture and send it to him right now. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, look who we found. <laughs> Would have been better if they just said, we got to hang out with him, yeah. made these plans, like right? make it seem like it was like a premeditated thing. <laughs> it was just so random. And I was like, I was like, yeah, we got to take a picture and mess with him. That's pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and best part, uh, besides the meal, again, Vista Steakhouse, go there if you really want. I mean, it's it's, it's bendy. Don't get, I'm not going to like try and act like as if it's like, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Right. It's a high-end restaurant. But it, it, it it's it's as good as any other steakhouse I've ever been to. That's why it says it's worth every penny. Like, it's so damn good. Uh, but then I go and do the giveaways all night, and it ends at 10 p.m. We're giving away a Ford F-150 Lariat as a giveaway. Brand new car. Nice. And they have it all set up on like a YouTube Live and on their social medias because things have changed, obviously, with COVID. They can't do it how they used to. Where everyone's like, you know, gathered around and all that. So you, you find the pe- people that are the, the qualifiers, the four qualifiers. You grab them wherever they're at. You bring them into the ballroom area where it's just us and like a film crew and the, 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 the models holding. And they have like briefcases set up on the stage, like a game Ooh. show. Sweet lighting. I mean, it's like full on video cameras. Like you feel like you're on a game show and I'm the host. All right. There's a, a red carpet to lead into it with paparazzi, just like random people taking yeah, pictures. Yeah. I work for the Snoqualmie, but it looks cool. Sure. And, oh man. It was like the vibe. I'm hosting this. Like I'm at the red carpet, blah, 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 blah talking to the, the four competitors. All right, let's go into the room. Now we're going to do it. Each person gets to pick the, whoever was picked first gets the first pick and so on and so forth. So he picks, I think briefcase number two. And I'm like, all right, yeah. If you get, if if you don't have the car behind the inside the briefcase, will be two thousand dollars in free play that you could gamble with. Oh, first person wins the car. Oh. <laughs> and last week they did it as well. First person won the car, and that was part of his rationale. He's like, I watched the video. I was like, why'd you go with number two? Because I watched the video. Well, it was number three last time, so I figured it won't be number three. And for some reason, he's like, I just felt like it wouldn't be one or four because they're on the ends. I'm like, well. Regardless of how weird your way is of thinking, it works. So does that take away the tension of the oh, other three right. people? Yeah, because now they're just like, all right, well, cool. I won two thousand dollars. Then we just ignore them. Like they're just, we're just done. You're just people <laughs> hanging out now, right? Like, why open those briefcases? We know what's in there. <laughs> Are you ready? But man, I wanted nothing more as the briefcase was opening for it to say two thousand dollars. Like I just wanted that suspense. Yeah, I was like, oh, but dude, I have the audio of it. Uh, and you can hear it in my voice because I wasn't expecting it. I just get pumped. And then he curses. And it's nice. awesome. Number two. So we're going to open up the briefcase to number two. Number two, let's open it up and see if you won the call. Oh, my God. Holy Okay. Censored. Yeah. <laughs> he was pumped. You can't hear it in your voice. I was like, oh, my God. That was actually audio from when we conceived our child. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> like, I picture you just kind of like looking and like reeling back a little bit too. Like, yeah. oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. If you won the call, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dude, how, was, how weird was it putting on dress shoes? Everything was weird. The best part, they go, hey, we'd appreciate if you don't wear jeans, if you wear like black slacks and like a black shirt. I was like, cool, slight problem. I don't have any slacks. I was about to say, I, I'm just in my head. I'm like, all I have is jeans and suits. Right. So I was like, I have, an, I, I have black jeans that are clean. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, that's fine. I'm like, I know. I'm, but it's like, it was like when they told me this was Friday and I, didn't ha- and I had to go do the thing on a Sunday night. And I knew with just how our weekend was going to be, I would have no time to swing on by a store and just purchase some slacks. 
So I'm like, I, I, I promise I'll wear a button-up black shirt, but I can't, I can't, I can't deliver with the, uh, with the slacks. I feel like the slacks thing is kind of out now. Well, that's the funny part. It's like the, all the competitors were wearing jeans. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like, I feel like that's just a Seattle look, like a nice button up. Like you know, you can't just have on like raggedy jeans, but like right. they're clean, they're pressed. Yeah, I'll show you. I got a picture in here somewhere. Let's see if I can find it. Really, yeah, funny. wearing dress shoes was odd. I was yeah, like, I haven't worn dress shoes in over a year. No, I know, dude. It's so weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I thought that looked fine. Yeah, I and mean, it helps also. I had very two very attractive ladies that were just right next to me. I did shout out to one guy. I noticed this, and some I do, and I don't do it like to be like, "Hey, look at me, I'm Mister." Well, I, I am being respectful, but I'm not like trying to like toot my own horn. But I thought it was kind of cool. Someone notices, he goes, "Hey, I noticed that uh, you have your fists closed on on the shoulders of the two girls. Like you're not like grabbing them." And he's like, "You know, I know as a married guy, that's what I would do." And I know that you probably with your job, you're in situations where you have to take pictures with attractive girls. I think that was really cool that you you were being respectful of both your wife and those girls. Yeah, well, I, I was mean, like, I, I was like, well, just before I had them on their hips. No, I'm kidding. I, well, I mean, I'm just not tall enough to do that. I always true. just put my hands around their waist and like, right. oh, take the picture. I mean, I don't like grip that's a height thing. It. No, you're right. Yeah, I'm like, like sometimes in bars, people are like, you like, you can't touch somebody's back, lower back, and move by them. And I'm like, the guy's six something. What am I gonna do? Like, well, excuse me, fellow. <laughs> that's even weirder, right? It's like, all right. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a height thing. But I will say, at Cage Fort once, I was taking pictures with somebody, and I had my hand farther up on their back, and like as I went down, I was like, oh my God, I am so sorry. Like, I did not mean- this You was, were the radio guy with Taylor Swift. Right. This was like a couple of years. She's like, I te- she's like, Ted, it's fine. I know. I was like, I swear to God. She's like, okay. She's like, you didn't grab it. She goes, you just brushed it. I was like, I know, but like, people are getting in trouble for less. <laughs> like, I like my job. I like doing Cage Fort. Well, this is her reaction when you did that. Run the call, my! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break and we come back. Let's find out what's going on in the world of sports when the mega cast returns. Oh my God! Dad! Dad! That's my butt! These two guys are still hungover from the weekend. Ted and Steve will be back when the mega cast returns. <laughs> Things are getting back to normal. And things are getting back to normal at Gulliger's Diner. Back to the way it was. Eggs, bacon, and pancakes made on a grill that hasn't been cleaned since late last night. Toast, buttered with a paintbrush that's been sitting in a vat of butter all day long. Toasters that have been cleaned, never. The best short-order cooks that'll feed a thousand on Saturday and Sunday but somehow still find time to sneak out back for a smoke break. And yes, things are getting back to normal as we welcome you back to Gulliger's Diner. Are we really gonna let these two talk again? The Megacast is back. What would you do? You win the car. This is the options you have. I think it was like a, let's just say it was, I think, I can't remember how much the car is, but next week's one, this upcoming Sunday, they're giving away a $115,000 Lexus. 
Well, I think it's funny you were giving away a truck. Apparently, I'm the only, when I go back east, I'm the only 40-year-old man that doesn't own a truck. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was like a hate crime when I was like, what's with you guys and all the trucks? Really? Yeah. They all have them, like extended cabs, and they're like, well, it's like having a giant, I guess basically because like the minivans are kind of out for a lot of people. True. It's like all the soccer moms now drive the SUVs. So now like seems like all the guys have giant trucks. Oh, so they can't they can't God forbid you have a car that a female also has. <laughs> well, my buddy Will, he's got a minivan. He's got three little kids. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. I wouldn't care. I mean, yeah, I, I, you I, had one. I did have a minivan and I had no children. I was single. <laughs> yeah. I, t- I was telling somebody I this love weekend. that thing. Oh, I miss that minivan. I do too. Sid always jokes. She goes, I would have never I probably wouldn't have dated you if I knew you had a minivan. I'm like, well, I'm glad I didn't then. <laughs> <laughs> you can't Jeez. say that. I know. Come on, Sid. <laughs> so rude. Yeah. Part of me wants to get one now just to troll her. But, <laughs> but she's got a whole different taste in cars than me. Like, she doesn't like any of the cars that I like. Like, she was yeah. even like, she was okay with this, the Jeep Renegade that I have right now. And I don't even love the Jeep Renegade. It's fine. It, yeah. it, it, it was cheap. It's reliable. And I didn't have, I don't have any car payments. I was able to pay for it all. It was a used one. And, you know, and it has four doors. And I didn't have a four door car when we were having our baby. And I, I would have loved to have driven that damn Wrangler to the ground because I love that thing. But who knows? Maybe if AMC, the stocks blow up, I'll get myself another cheap, again, the Wrangler. <laughs> All right. So the question uh, is, do you take the car? Do you take the car? Do you take the money? Or do you take the free play? So the car, obviously, is worth X amount of dollars. Let's just say we go with the All Lexus right. one. It's worth $115,000. If you decide, I don't want that, I'll take the cash. The cash is going to be, they're going to give you $60,000 in cash. Or do you take the the free play, which is $80,000, but then I, you can only use that at the casino? Me personally, I would probably take the cash option. You would? I would. See, I think I'd take the car. Yeah, well, you have a garage. That's a good point. <laughs> I also, I, it's like, I know it's like, what the taxes? I'm like, yeah, I don't know any time in my life, like, Greg, the, the Lexus one's going to be way more taxes, but like the Ford F-150, like, let's just say the taxes are like $2,000. <laughs> Like you got a free car. I got a car for two thousand dollars. Yeah. Like to me, like a brand new top of the line car for even six, seven thousand dollars to me is worth it. Like, I, I'd rather do that. I don't. I, I. You know. I mean, these are good problems to have. It is. Yeah. And I've never had these problems. <laughs> I don't ever win anything. <laughs> the most I've ever won is a subway party platter, and I brought it to work, and that was cool. <laughs> have you ever won anything? Uh. I mean, championships left and right. Okay. No, no uh, like a giant giveaway. Yeah. I mean, I've won some money shooting dice before. Okay. That's a good question. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I won something stupid at like a fair or something. Right? Like throwing darts at balloons. Yeah. Man, Steve, Don't, that's a good question. Right? You Something would have stuck out if I won something massive. Right. Like that, that, that's why the subway party plotter, always, I, that's the one I always go to whenever we talk about things you've won because I'm like, sadly, I think that's the only thing I've won of remembrance. Like otherwise it might have been like, you know, five bucks on a scratch ticket or something along those lines, you know, four dollars in the lottery, nothing big. But like I always like fill out those entries for like hockey, a lot of hockey companies, they're like, win warrior goalie pads. And I'm like, I really want warrior goalie pads. They're way more out of my price range. And I'll like use all of like my email addresses I've had in my life. And I have, yeah, I mean, I think the only thing I ever won of like significant value were always just like gambling things. Yeah. Like foot, remember the football cards or you could like pick a square. Yeah. Yep. Like something like that. Oh yeah. I think I've won some of those like for like, you know, 50, 60 bucks. Did you ever come to my party back in the day when I used to have it at my condo? In Belltown, like a couple weeks before Christmas, 
Like, I'm sure you came to it way back in the day in, in Capitol Hill. Yeah. But anyhow, I had one of those party planners from Subway. Yeah. And my one friend, he was, <clears throat> he was enjoying the Subway. And his wife's like, you don't need another one? And I swear to God, he picked it up and like ate the whole thing in front of her face in like two bites. It's like, I can eat what I want. It's a Christmas party. <laughs> That's a man after my own heart. Right. And his wife sounds like a uh, wife after my wife's own heart. <laughs> right. That's why whenever you talk about those party platters, it's, I can still see his face like, because <laughs> those sandwiches are in my head. I just, it's like having like uh, the pizza, like when Pagliacci's cuts them like. Like the equivalent of one slice is like three of their slices. You know when they yeah. do like those thin ones, and I'm like eating a trillion of them. I'm like, that's probably like only four slices. And I realize it's like actually half of the pizza, and that's actually a lot of pizza there, Steve. <laughs> that's why I like little square slices. Like you could have like eight of these. Yeah, no one's gonna care. <laughs> Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, yep. the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people, great popcorn. First off, little yes. drama in our sponsors world. Uh-oh. Right? So my cousin Kelly was getting married. So she's, that's all the Smith family. Yes. And then her other side of the family is the Flannery's. So the Smith family popcorn has some new shirts. So at the after party, after the wedding, they started giving them out and people were like, do we get shirts? And we're like, no, you're not a Smith. You're just related to us. <laughs> you are born with the Smith name. <laughs> But every table at the wedding had a little bag of Smith Family popcorn. Yeah, we have audio of them finding out they have a bag of popcorn. Oh, my! <laughs> Sorry. The only downside to having the popcorn on the table is, like, I was sitting with my cousin Tom and his kids, and they, you know, it's a kid. They say so they get, like, fruit and some little piece of meat, uh -huh. and they're like, nah, we'll just eat the popcorn. Yeah! Uh, the shirts are great. That was the other thing. The shirts are kind of like the somewhere between that softer fit and the other fit. Yep, so yep. they're a little tighter like they should be. They look good. I I agree. They're flattering. Some people were like, ah, they're too tight. I was like, that's how they're supposed to fit. There's two types of people in this world, man. People that still like the 100% uh, sandpaper cotton uh, t-shirts and people that like the the softer, right. more comfortable t-shirts. Uh, I always had those battles back in like even the Bruiser Brody days for a while. Like a couple of the guys were like, "Why are we getting these soft shirts?" I'm like, "Cause they're they're nicer. They're so much better. Cause they they look better and they feel better." But I don't like those. I'm like, "Well then, what are a couple for you the other way?" Right. Let me get the big boxy one. Right. Yeah, that'll shrink up. All right. Uh, let's see. Real quick, there wasn't a race this past weekend, mm -hmm. but Max still sucks. The last <laughs> F1 race, Steve, he was all alone, first place. One of his brakes failed, crashed into the wall with like three laps left. Oh. I was pumped. Oh. We have audio from his little his, from his, his, from from his, his pit crew? From his pit crew. This was the pit crew. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, now, you asked about hockey earlier. Steve, I have watched so much hockey. This has been a great Stanley Cup playoffs. How about the Vegas? Vegas. Did you see that first game? Yes, that I did. That was chippy. Freaking chippy. Marc-Andre Fleury's looking great. I love yeah. Marc-Andre. I also love Carey Price. So I'm I'm okay with either team leaving that round. Whoever wins that, that series is the team that I'm pushing for to win the Stanley Cup. I just like that in the first period, the announcer, I, right? Because that was Monday night I was watching. I yeah. almost texted the announcer goes, 
you thought there would have been a feeling out process since it's game one. It's like, nope, no, not at all. No, because on the flip side, the Islanders in Tampa Bay, game one seemed fine. Game two goes to the and it was, wasn't until the very end of the game where all of a sudden it got real chippy. All right. And yeah, I'm like, OK, game three is going to be a good one. Like th- that's going to be a war because now their series tied in one game apiece. You got Vegas and Montreal. If you're listening to this when we put it out, which is Wednesday, their game two is tonight. It's tonight. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited to watch. Like I've watched so much hockey this past year, and it's great. Playoff hockey is just different because there was a couple nights chilling. Right, so on the East Coast, I forget. Like that stuff stays on forever. Yeah. So like I will, I still watch the NBA. I, I'll watch that stuff. But even my even my mom was like, the hockey's more exciting. I was it like, is. it's playoff hockey. It it's hard to be like playoff hockey is right up there with like NFL. I can't explain it. It's just a different level. They go to a different level. Yeah. And and because everything's on the line, especially a, a game seven. And all you hope for is it goes into overtime unless your team's in it and you hope for a blowout. But you know what I mean? Like there's just it's like you're just watching guys become true warriors out there. They don't they don't care about their, the the well being of their body. It's just full on hundred percent given each shift. It's yeah. awesome. I love it, dude. It's so it's been and it's been a really good one. I I, I, I wouldn't even mind if the Islanders go for I don't want to see Tampa Bay because they just won the cup. So and True. I, I don't know anyone that really loves Tampa Bay. So there's no like, and it's weird even rooting for the Islanders because as a Devils fan, we've been trained to not like the Islanders, you know? I'm just rooting against the Islanders because one of my buddies is a Boston fan. So I was like, all right, like I'll cheer. But I, I also was saying to the guys, I go, I don't know that I've ever met an Islanders fan in the wild. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, even I have, but I've, I grew up in that area. Yeah, right, but even like let's say in DC, I didn't meet a lot of Islanders fans. In Seattle, there's like a sports bar. There's a bar for almost every fan group. I'm yep. sure there's an Islander group somewhere. Maybe they go up to the Angry Beaver. But I'm just like, dude, you're right. It's almost like a Mets fan. Yeah, you know what I mean, like there's, I'm, I'm sure there's a couple out there, and there's probably someone who listens. And says, I like the Islanders, and I like you know, but it's like if you're a, a New York sports fan, you're typically a Yankees or a Rangers fan. Yeah, it's just wild. Yeah. Right, I mean, there's like there's famous Mets fans, right? Like Seinfeld's a famous Mets, like, but he doesn't live here, right? But I'm like, who is a fa- like? I don't even know who's the most famous Islanders fan. Uh, sadly, I do know. Uh, it's E from uh, Entourage. Okay, yep. there we go. Yep. That's somebody huge Islanders fan. Even so though much we so don't, that- even though we don't know his real name, <laughs> don't know it at all. <laughs> I'd have to Google it. I, I I used to know it. Can't even think of it. Right, Kevin Flaherty. No. It is Kevin. I remember when he was on Unhappily Ever After. Or yes, something with uh, what's her name? That was a Stacey good show. Cox or something. Yeah, and they had like the puppet. Yeah, was that Bobcat? Was the voice? Yes. Or no, Bobcat. Right, because Bobcat ended up marrying her. Yeah. All right, we're going real deep on this. <laughs> yeah. Back Kevin, in the day, though, that was Federline. No, it's not Kevin Federline. Kevin Connolly. Kevin Connolly. Yeah. All right, he's the most famous Islanders fan. He did a documentary about the Islanders for the ESPN Thirty for Thirty. No kidding. If you can find that one, it's amazing. It's about a guy who lied to buy the Islanders before, like, you know, how things are nowadays where you can easily find out stuff. But he was able to forge, like, faxes and and paperwork and convince people that he had enough money to purchase the Islanders and did. And then they caught up on it. And then, you know, obviously got in a lot of trouble for that. (laughs) But, like, it's a pretty fascinating story about a guy who conned his way into owning the New York Islanders. You know what? Good for him. I, I agree. Yeah. Who's he hurting? He could have been a good owner if they let him keep the team. We don't know. <laughs> but I agree, dude. Hockey, it's been great. Yeah, it's it's been awesome. Did you watch the uh, Nets game yesterday? Or even hear about it? So, no. Because by the time I got done with the podcast, new episode out, uh, <laughs> it was it was already, like, literally I turned it on and they're like, Kevin Durant, amazing. <laughs> right? He did stuff that, like, Jordan hasn't even done. Have you seen that documentary yet? 
The Last Dance? No, it's uh, Kevin Durant's crew made it called no. It's In the Water. I didn't even know he or, had one. Yeah, just about where I grew up in PG County. Okay. Now, granted, I grew up in College Park. He grew up in a much tougher area. Mm-hmm. But it's just about like all these athletes that have come out of PG County, basketball players. And they're like, there's just something in the water. Because, I mean, there's, right, there, DeMatha has like five or six, I want to say, current NBAers. Then you have Kevin Durant. But, I mean, there's a bunch of guys I even forget about. Like, oh, yeah, he's from PG County, too. You think it's like a coaching thing or... Just the area and then the rec centers and they're just running games all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize growing up there how big the rec center is in PG County and, like, gave people a place to go play and stuff. Yeah, I guess if, like, you're, like, matching up with, like, young Kevin Durant when he's growing up, it's only going to force you to be a better player or young whoever that's a great basketball player. So it's just... And they just... That's what they do. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah, and they yeah. play all the time. The older guys weren't easy on them. <laughs> I'm still horrible at basketball. Oh, dude, I should be better at basketball. I used to play it all the time, and I never got good. I yeah, like, practice I, it. I just ne- and I'm a tall guy. I should be good at basketball. I mean, right in theory, right? Because I used to work basketball camps. Like I understand how to shoot a jump shot and right. what you should do. I just can't do it. No, and I used to be obsessed with basketball growing up. All right, you know, I I, I was a New Jersey Nets fan. It's so it's so weird right now to watch. A, the Brooklyn Nets and they're a good team. Like just that just blows my because you just knew for years like your team just sucked. It was like the Devils. It blew my mind when all of a sudden they turned things around. But like, yeah, man, it's then at some, some point I just stopped paying attention to basketball and just stopped caring. It's like that baseball too. At one point I was obsessed with, but yep. it, was, it was the baseball strike that got me to not really care about baseball anymore. Well, and if you're you know if you're in Seattle, like I like Kevin Durant. He's a PG County guy, but yep. also he was a Sonic. He was a Sonic. Yeah, the last. Great Sonic. Yeah. You think about it. Like, uh, I mean, Ray Allen as well. Like, those two were like the big dogs before they decided to call it a day. Right. So there's a picture of Russell Westbrook in a Sonics jersey, but I don't think he, like, they he was just left. drafted, right? He was drafted and then they left. So there's like yeah. pictures of him in a jersey, but I don't think he played here. I don't think so. Yeah. Still waiting for that Sonics jersey from China. Are you really? Yeah. I was wearing my Jimmer for. Is it Fernet or Fernet Judge Shanghai Sharks jersey yeah. <laughs> this past weekend? Yeah, man. I keep checking on eBay and on the tracking thing. It says it's stuck. I think at customs. I mean, do you want? We have a buddy over there. You want us to just send him to the store and get you one? Well, you know, that's I, how I got mine. I was only nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else going on in the world of sports? Uh oh yeah, golf. U.S. Open this weekend. <laughs> what about Russell Wilson's big press conference? Did you watch it? I saw the highlights. I don't know. Like, did you hear the highlights that I put together? No. So I don't know if you were. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a taste of like the actual uh, interview, the the press conference. Someone asked him a question like, "Hey, if things are cool with you and Pete, why'd you guys wait so long to let the media know?" Uh, and kind of let us hang. And this was how Russ answered it. Just to give Sometimes you things are family matters. Not everybody else is a, a part of it at the time. You know, because the reality is, is that, you know, there was calls going around that I could have possibly been traded. You know, I think the reality is, is that, we, we, you know, we had to have a lot of conversations. So you get an idea of what he, he sounded like. He used the word reality a lot. All right. To the point where I thought, like, somebody may have given him some money. Hey, can you, like, kind of like, hey, can you work the word meow into your... Into your thing with the uh, point right, guy like, over, like Jimmy Fallon or Kimmel was like, "Hey, just work reality in as much as you can." Right. Like and I remember, like, I talked about it last year. He did a press conference where he used the word "tremendous" like thirty times, and I'm like, and then another time he used another word. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Russ is not that type of guy. 
But what if he is? Behind the scenes, like, hey, 50 bucks, and I'll use the word reality in my entire press conference. So I watched the whole press conference and flagged almost every single time, at least 20 minutes worth of him doing the interview. And I would always like hit the button to right, flag right. when he say it. And so this is pretty much 20 minutes worth of his uh, press conference condensed into a minute. I think the reality is, is that that's the only thing I'm focused on. And I think that's just the reality. I think that, um, you know, and, and the reality is, a, you know, uh, and I think that's just a reality. The real reality is that I'm here, you know, because the reality is, is that the reality of, of, of sports, and that's that's just the reality, right? Uh, I think the reality is, is that, you know, the reality is, is that, you know, I, I love my teammates. The reality is, is that, because the reality is, is that I forget, I think I was in the Bahamas or somewhere. I think that the reality was, is there are a lot of people, I think that the reality was, is that I didn't really want to go anywhere else. Um, well, I think anytime in sports, obviously things can change. I think that's just the reality. Everybody knows that, you know, you know, and the reality is, is that I think that, you know, I've always been compartmentalized. The reality is, is that, you know, my, my mind is so focused on us doing it. The reality is, is that your mind's got to be stronger than your feelings. And I think that the reality is, is that you can't, you can't get emotional or have feelings about little things. Jeez. None of those were repeated, too. It was like I took one and just kept no. using it. All of those were brand new, fresh out of his mouth. I did like the line of him saying, though, your mind has got to be stronger than your feelings. That's a good, good words of wisdom. It is. Mm-hmm. And the reality is it's a business. <laughs> that is the reality. <laughs> and the reality is our podcast is over, Ted. Right. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs> can't wait. Just so pumped to see Russ on the field. This was me when I first saw him on the field. Oh, my God! It's Russell Wilson. It's the reality of it all. Sorry. It's great to see you, Ted. Yeah, you too, brother. I think we're back next week. Uh, Yeah, I'm around. Yeah, the reality is I'm around, too. The reality is people need this. And the reality is if you go on Twitter and follow us at the Megacast, the reality is we'll give you a hashtag mega hug. <laughs> By the way... Dan, the other owner of Smith Family Popcorn, he goes, oh, I guess no new podcast this week. And I said, Dan, have I asked you for popcorn? (laughs) Do I get time off? Yes, I'm saying it's more bags of popcorn if you want four four times a month. (laughs) That's the reality of it. The reality is I'd have to zoom in. Steve would have to set it up. It would would, would be 3.30. I'd already have a few beers in me. Oh, we should have done it. That would have been a good one. Next time we will. Via Zoom. It's the Ted Smith. <laughs> All right, I got to go take my kid to the dentist. Yeah, good luck with that. That's the reality of it. <laughs> I mean, that honestly is the reality. <laughs> See you later. See you, dude.